Hi everyone, I'm JJ Hornblass and welcome to the Roadmap from Auto Finance News. Since 1996, the nation's leading news provider to the automotive lending and leasing industry. So happy to welcome you here today. This is our weekly wrap for what's happening in auto finance for the week of October 12, 2020. Uh, before we get into things, I wanna thank Auto Finance News advertisers, Alpha, Auto IMS, DeFi Solutions, and FIS for their continuing uh, support. And I want to also welcome Joey Pizzolatto, Deputy Editor of Auto Finance News, and Amanda Harris, who is an Associate Editor at Auto Finance News. Welcome to both of you. It is Friday, October 16, 2020. This week, new coronavirus cases again started rising heading towards what is called a third peak uh, as cases spiked in 41 states and the number of Americans known to have been infected by COVID-19 has now topped 8 million. Three, three Q earnings season started this week with banks reporting mainly positive results or at least positive within the context of COVID. We're gonna discuss some of those uh, earnings in just a moment. There was data released this week that showed that retail sales increased by 1.9% in September as consumers spent strongly on clothing, sporting goods, and importantly to us, vehicles. President Trump confirmed this week that his debts exceeded $400 million. And finally, TAB is, as the Wall Street Journal put it, getting canned. Coca-Cola will stop selling TAB, its first diet soda and a 1970s pop culture icon by the end of the year. But our attention now will turn to earnings. We saw earnings this week from uh, five major auto finance providers. Uh, let's just name them first. Uh, it was U.S. Bank, Wells Fargo, PNC, Chase, or J.P. Morgan Chase, and Ally Financial. Why don't we start our discussion uh, by talking about Wells Fargo, which uh, saw originations slide and um, did not necessarily post the best of numbers. Yes, I'll take. Yeah, go ahead, Amanda. Sorry. Um, yes, yeah, so I'll take that one. Um, yeah, so Wells is still seeing, we saw this last uh, earnings quarter as well, um, where their originations for auto um, still are below um, last year's levels, and they're, they're not quite increasing uh, just yet, quarter over quarter. Um, and that's largely still due to the fallout from the pandemic, a lot of the you know, related shutdowns and closures. Um, just for some reason, Wells just hasn't quite climbed back yet uh, mm -hmm. to what we've been seeing with maybe some other areas. Um, they're still looking you know, at pretty low delinquencies and charge-offs though, because of the payment assistance programs for consumers. So just like we're hearing with everybody, those 
numbers really haven't started upticking yet because um, obviously those programs really went to even as of you know this month um, with a lot of them still you know ending recently uh, so we obviously won't see that fall out for at least 30 to 45 days um, because of those programs end and then of course you have to see how the consumer is going to do and whether or not they're actually going to fall into default status um, so we'll know more in the fourth quarter kind of what those will look like um, yeah, so originations clocked in at about 5.4 billion for Wells, which is 22% down from year over year. So that, that, those numbers heading in that direction uh, are contrasted by some other lenders uh, that announced our earnings this week. Uh, which lender uh, do, you, do uh, either of you think uh, was the most positive this week? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> Oh. Um, I mean, I'll say that U.S. Bank kind of saw an interesting decline in their credit loss provisions where we've been talking about credit loss provisions going up for what seems like months and months and months. Um, so that, you know, could point to some, some healthy outlooks because um, they felt like they have enough now to kind of get through any kind of potential fallout to come. Um, so we did see, you did see them kind of slow down on building out building other provisions. And Joey, I don't know if you want to add in. Yeah, you know, um, looking at PNC, they don't, they don't break out all of their auto figures specifically, but um, they did say that auto was the main driver for the performance on their entire consumer loan portfolio. And they were also able to do a, do a provision recapture of, I believe, 250 million on that portfolio, which is always a good sign, right? Shows us that, you know, they think they've, Put enough aside to deal with future credit losses um, in the last two quarters and now they can kind of you know take some of that capital back. Yeah I, I think the thing that sort of struck me thinking about earnings overall was that of the five uh, auto finance uh, companies that we or banks that we we looked at this week um, four of them released, uh, shared their charge-off numbers, and uh, all four saw declines in charge-off numbers, charge-off amounts um, in the recent uh, quarter. So that, those, that's a positive. Um, and, and generally speaking, uh, outstandings grew during the quarter. Another uh, positive. I, I think that it, it seems like it's on the credit performance kind of going forward that you've got the mixed bag where some of the auto finance companies are showing weakening uh, delinquencies or the need to increase uh, credit loss provisions. So, I mean, that that's my sense. I, I mean, I would think that, I mean, do you have a feeling for how Kind of what the the numbers we got this week say about kind of auto finance broadly. Well, um, I, I think I think at this point, you know, as you mentioned, we have delinquencies; they're not really going up, um, which is is good for the industry. Um, lenders are scaling back their provisions for credit losses, so you know we've been talking about wait and see. Is this going to get worse? But I think we're kind of getting to the point where 
it, it might not. This this might actually be, um, you know, the first good quarter leading into, you know, expansion again, whether that's, you know, single digit expansion, so be it, um, but still expansion nonetheless. And that seems to be kind of um, the, the general consensus. Um, you know, we've been recording, not to jump ahead, but we've been recording, um, you know, some of our AFS sessions this week. And, you know, speaking to different, um, uh, you know, analysts and uh, auto finance executives, the, the, the general sentiment seems to be that, you know, we might have some, some trouble mid-2021 with, um, you know, rising delinquencies, uh, you know, second round of unemployment spikes as a result of, um, you know, PPP drying up. Um, but for the most part, it seems, it seems that, you know, end of 2021 could be back to growth. I, I mean, did you get, I mean, what other kind of advanced um, feelers did you get for, for the market based on some of your uh, preliminary work? I mean, just to remind everyone, the Auto Finance Summit is taking place next week, so we are hotly in prep mode um, and, um, and have already started uh, recording some of the on-demand virtual sessions. So, uh, you know, what, what, it, what was your kind of takeaway, Amanda, from, uh, from what you've heard from industry executives so far? Yeah, so um, like Joey said, it seems like, you know, the doom and gloom kind of outlook back in April hasn't really come to fruition. Um, so a lot of them are kind of having this positive outlook of, you know, cars seem to be doing really well. Um, even though a lot of consumers are kind of, you know, switching to mortgage kind of outlook and buying homes and things like that, it's kind of throwing in a little bit of a loop in there um, with some of their priorities shifting a little bit. But cars still seem to be doing really well for, for most of the lenders that we talk to and chief executives that we talk to for AFS and, and other stories and things um, are basically saying, you know, yeah, we're going to see a little bit of an uptick in charge us and things like that early 2021. And then, but after that, really, they're, they're expecting to kind of start getting back to a little bit more of normal. Um, I think the other thing we have to think about, too, we didn't really, you know, go into this too much in our earnings stories, but one of the kind of big drivers of what's going to happen is inventory. So inventory is still really low. Sorry. Um, inventory is still really low. So that's kind of kind of hinder new vehicle sales in the beginning of 2021 until they can actually start getting those models out on the floors. Um, so I think it won't be so much that consumers will be doing, you know, kind of bad and not be able to pay their, their car payments or, you know, won't be able to shop for cars. I think it is more that we need to get things back to normal on the inventory side and actually get the cars to consumers and then they'll kind of start seeing things normalize. Um, but yeah, that's what, that's kind of my thoughts on it. Yeah, and, and cl clearly that's true because your dog agrees. That, you know, we really don't talk about a lot um, in our reporting, but it, it's kind of come up in like passing, in, in passing conversation. And, and that's really kind of, um, you know, you've seen this flight from cities, right? You see the headlines like New York is a wasteland, everybody's leaving. Um, I mean, I can see it out my window, definitely right. Um, but but really what's happening and, you know, people are moving to the suburbs. That, that, that's a fact. And some of the people that lived in cities didn't have cars or only had one and now they need two. So there is this kind of, kind of consensus, even if we can't directly correlate it, that the, the movement out of cities is actually helping um, vehicle sales. 
Yeah. Which is interesting to think about. I know we're going to toss that in there. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think that that's uh, an interesting point. So we know what we're going to be covering next week, uh, which is the Auto Finance Summit. And that'll be, that is, it starts on Tuesday. I think the first session is, is it 1130 uh, Eastern? 1115 Eastern, I believe. I believe. Yeah, I and um, it will be streamed uh, on the Auto Finance Summit platform. Uh, there's still an opportunity to register at autofinancesummit.com. And uh, we have some great sessions. Uh, who are you looking forward to? Who are each of you looking forward to? Like, which session are you looking forward to? For me, I'm really looking forward to our panel on diversity and inclusion um, because it's a really important topic right now. It's also a topic that's really close to my heart. So, um, and I know the panelists are just really amazing in what they do for diversity and inclusion for their own companies and then for the movement in general within the finance industry. Um, so I'm really excited to, to hear from them myself and to mm -hmm. help moderate that and, and share some of what's going on in the industry. First time we're holding that panel, so yeah, we're, we're very much excited for that. Joe, you have a panel or a session you're looking forward to in particular? Yes, um, Amanda's session that she recorded yesterday uh, facilitating the online car buying experience was absolutely fantastic, and I'm excited for it to get released so everybody can, can watch it because it was just, it was wonderful. It was such a good conversation. I can't, can't tell you enough. If, if Amanda moderated it, I'm not surprised in the least. That it was excellent. Uh, I'm looking forward to my uh, fireside chat with Doug Timmerman, um, uh, who, who runs uh, auto at Ally. Uh, earnings came out from, uh, from Ally, I guess, last night? or This morning. This morning, excuse me. Sorry, this morning. Uh, so, you know, interesting results, and we'll, we'll have a chance to talk uh, about uh, not just the industry, but also uh, Ally's uh, auto results as well so that i'm looking forward to that and that's on wednesday yeah wednesday wednesday thank, on thank you joey don't, don't start on monday yeah exactly i'll be All sitting right, here so waiting on monday what i'll be sitting here waiting on monday like where is everyone <laughs> i'd like to see that actually okay so we'll see everybody um at the auto finance summit uh next week and, and we certainly are appreciative of all of you joining us uh, today on the roadmap. Hope you'll rate us uh, on your podcast platforms. And, and of course, uh, continue to visit us at autofinancenews.net. Thanks, everyone, so much.